is going on everybody welcome into another edition of the daily energy news beat stand up here on this gorgeous tuesday june 6th 2023 as always i'm your humble correspondent michael tanner coming to you from an undisclosed location here in dallas texas joined by the executive producer of the show the purveyor of the show and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website energynewsbeat.com Stuart turley my man how we doing today it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and we're just having a blast. No, we have an absolute blast today. Um, we have a great show lined up to you, jam-packed, top-line headlines we'll cover today. First off, how will um, industry be impacted by EPA's <laughs> new power plant proposal? It's absolutely pretty crazy what the EPA is looking at rolling out, so Sue's going to cover how most industries will be impacted by those news rules. Next up, New Jersey Clean Energy Bill on hold, NJS2978. Yes. Yes, that is a bill. And yes, it's coming for New Jersey. Um, It is on hold. Stu will cover um, the fallout from and what's going on in New Jersey. Next up, uh, we love a good California story. Californians step up efforts to halt fossil fuel investments so they can continue to kill the rainforest. Um, the, la- the latter part of that um, is an addition from me. Um, so Stu will cover what's going on in our favorite state. Next up, Biden green rules mean appliances will soon cost more and do less. According to experts, this is out of the Epoch Times. Um, we love them. Um, I mean, pretty scary stuff considering uh, the energy crisis that's upon us. So now they want us to have our washers uh, be able to do less. Um, pretty scary. School will cover what's going on there. He'll kick it over to me. I'll lightly touch on really the, the fallout and the first day of full trading from from the Saudi decision to uh, add a lollipop to the market. I mean, we're actually down. I mean, we're up overall from from where the quote unquote the market ended on Friday, but we're down. We were all the way up over seventy four dollars. Currently now trading seventy one ninety eight as we record this here at six thirty on the 5th. So, you know, pretty interesting. I'll cover some of my thoughts from there and then we'll let you get out of here. Not much in the EMP space to cover. Um, Before we get to all that and a bag of chips, guys, remember, check us out online, world's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com. You can check out the description below for all of the stories. They should be there. I got on our team today a little bit. Apparently they haven't been keeping it up. So I cracked a little whip and we we got some things moving, but no, check out the description below. Um, You'll be able to have links to all of the websites or links to the articles dashboard.energynewsbeat.com the best place for all your data and energy news combo which we're we're inching closer to that subscription people so just be wary there is there is some good things coming on that front hit us up questions at energynewsbeat.com where do you want to begin today's show Stu? hey let's go ahead and start with how will industry be impacted by uh the epa's new power plant proposal this is also in line with the the courts uh, trying to say that the EPA should not do legislation through regulation. However, they do have the right under the Clean Air Act to regulate CO2. And in the article, it says uh, the courts have given the EPA the right to regulate CO2. And with that, the agency wants to provide the industry flexibility it needs to dramatically cut heat trapping emissions. That includes capturing and burying CO2, buying renewables and hydrogen fuels or retiring older plants. EPA says this rule will cut carbon by 80 percent by 2040 compared to two. 2005. I'm calling hogwash. 
Okay, the U.S. Supreme Court, this other paragraph down here, Michael, knocked down President Obama's clean power plan that mandated carbon cuts. That ruling said the EPA only had the power to regulate inside the fence, which mean it cannot order generational shifting. However, it can prod companies to switch to cleaner fuels or deploy new technologies. This is regulations, um, you know, through legislation through regulations, and they don't actually understand what they're regulating. Well, I think the real question is this, much like with this whole debt debacle, there's this there's this idea of why not just invoking the the 14th Amendment, um, which says that the United States will pay all of its debts. So there's this idea floating around that we could solve this whole debt crisis by doing the whole 14th Amendment. I think there's this also idea out there in the same vein that the EPA could solve all of the carbon emissions problems and just mandate carbon net zero by 2035. But why don't they want to do that? They don't want to relitigate precedent of the EPA having massive authority to regulate business based upon their output. And I think if you were to roll it, I think if you were to open yeah. up that can of worms, it would start a legislative nightmare that would end up all the way at the Supreme Court and would could possibly in a 6-3 conservative tilt uninstall some mandates and some, the, you the know, whatever they're act. called, uh, old, you know, precedent. So I'm trying to speak legalese, precedent. Right. And could necessarily weaken the admit, you know, the EPA when theoretically right now, you know, as this article saying is extremely strong right now. So I think it's a whole interesting can of worms that they don't necessarily want to uncover. They only want to push so far so that nobody actually goes to the step and say, wait a second, right. let's just relitigate the EPA's whole control. Oh, yeah. It's um, a technology uh, that recycles wasted heat that has a 90 percent what they've done, Michael, over the last several years is they've not allowed the new technologies to be installed in older plants. You know, we have great technology. Anyway, all right, let's go to the next one here. This one I love. This one I got me some Cory Booker on. Uh, new Jersey clean energy bill on hold. Clean energy bill on hold by Politico's Rye Rivard, uh, a bill to create a nation-leading clean energy plan for New Jersey won't be taken up by state lawmakers until after the election. I couldn't find which election. Is it 2024? Mm-hmm. Like you said, uh, New Jersey S2978 would put the state on the path to get 100% of its electricity from zero carbon sources by 2035. The most aggressive clean energy goal out of any large state. Michael, a couple tidbits in this one. And I want to give Cory Booker a shout out for uh, IR Guy of the Week. And here's why. they said They do say that LNG is critical to help take over this. They admit, hey, we got to have natural gas. And in the east, back east, northeast, there's no pipelines from the Marcellus, so they have to buy LNG. Michael, where do they buy LNG? Russia. Okay, here's the other part of this. Um, and it is, let me get in here to a quote. Booker urges LNG train safety. Senator Cory Booker is urging Federal Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg to prioritize public safety as the Biden administration weighs a potential ban of 
on trains carrying liquefied natural gas. A Trump era rule allows trains to carry LNG, but so far there are not shipments happening in this rule. Michael, let me uh, get to this article. Guess what a train is in LNG? A train? It doesn't go choo-choo. It's actually, <laughs> it actually is the uh, separation and liquefaction of natural gas. has nothing to do with transport. The train is actually called the process. So Senator Cory Booker is over here going, we need uh, Mayor Buttigieg to go ahead and get his choo-choos in line because he doesn't want LNG spilling all over the place. They don't get transported that way. No. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Whoopsies. You know, and that brings up another point, and that is the Biden administration's energy group does not understand energy. How can they manage uh, and not understand energy? Yeah, I mean, it just I I find it funny that they they really went after their own kind and say, really, the obstacles why this building could move forward was due to traditional democratic allies, labor unions, and surprisingly enough, environmentalists. Think about this. Organized labor in the state was convinced that this bill is now going to lead them to purchase cheaper out-of-state power, which will put them out of work, which is probably true. Right. But uh, the unions are still the only ones that are holding up. And I like unions. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Unions have their place, but the unions are holding up the Jones Act. Which is really that one. You know, you're all about the Jones Act. You got to slip that one in there. All right, what's next? Let's go to California. Oh, my favorite state. Hey, yesterday's show was absolutely a hoot. I got a call from Governor Newsom. He was complaining about the oil slick. You know, he didn't like the idea he was swimming next to a penguin. Uh, Californians step up to efforts to halt fossil fuel investments. Holy smokes. Southern California investors sometimes ask financial planner Mitchell Krause with Santa Monica-based Capital Intelligence Associates to make sure they aren't backing gun makers for profit prisons. But by so far, the most common request from local clients is voting with their dollars. There's definitely been an increase over the years who are people in it. The fossil divestment movement kicked off 11 years ago. Today, 1,600 institutions with more than $40 trillion in assets, Michael. Unbelievable. They want to join the list that could force the state's two largest public pension funds to stop investing in major fuel companies just past the Senate. These yikes. Well, hey, they want to uh... They want to keep it flowing. I mean, I, I, it's just hilarious. California is going to do what California's to do if, you know, just Gavin wish- Newsom just wants to keep destroying the Amazon, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, since they buy 70% of the oil destroying the rainforest, he buys. So, uh, the best quote in here, real quick, is Andrew uh, Behar. I wonder if he's related to Joy off of, you know, the, the view. The only. We can only hope not. No, man. Well, he's in California. That says something. Where the capital flows are where the companies will grow. As head of USAL, a nonprofit that helps people invest in line with their values. Hmm. Hmm. 
Why did our story yesterday talk about people investing with their values in ESG with NVIDIA, which wasn't an ESG investment because they wanted to make money? Huh. Okay. It's Let's almost go. like they're full of it. Ooh. You heard it here second. What's next? Okay, let's go to the next one. Biden's green rules mean appliances will soon cost more and do less. This is awesome. I love it. This is a nut one. Um, Did I just call our president nutty? A pledge by the Biden administration in December 2022 to make more than 100 actions to impose significantly tighter environmental standards on consumers' goods is now becoming a reality. Consumer groups are predicting a future which Americans will pay more for products that will do less. Supply breakdowns is on the horizon, Michael. Look at this next quote. You want to read it's the second paragraph down. You're just seeing just in the last few months, new rules from the Biden administration about clothes washers, dishwasher, other kinds of kitchen appliances. And in every case, you're talking about a tightening of very, very tight standards, said O.H. Skinner, executive director for the Alliance of Consumers. <laughs> well, as you say, as always with these rules, you say the consumer's taking it in the drive through. Oh, they're, it's not only the drive-through, they're going to back up and then they're going to say, would you pull forward? Cause you're not, your hamburger's not ready. And they're going to wait until they die. You know, you're going to sit there and they're going to see a skeleton like out of uh, Captain Jack Sparrow is going to have a dead man skeleton. Okay. First time. <laughs> I love it. No, I mean, I, one of the headlines is just scary. New appliances will be closer to the 1950s than exactly. 2020. Kill me. Except they'll have a kill switch in it so that the uh, energy Nazis can go, no power for you. You have stinky clothes. You have no ESG. You have too, <laughs> much, too much beef. Yeah, you had too much beef last night. No washer for you. Yeah, um, the Skinner also said everyday things that people actually want are going to get more expensive or disappear. And it's all related around the Energy Star appliance. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty uh it's 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 pretty wild. Between Gavin Newsom uh having so much oil in his hair that you know the Exxon Valdez is really excited about it and Biden falling down so many times, we can't buy this kind of entertainment. Absolutely not. It's just it's almost like they're just writing the headlines for us. Um you got anything else? No, I'm I'm too busy trying to go buy all the appliances I can because they're right. Gonna be on. Yeah, the- you're right. Store them up, just like you got to go buy a gas-fired grill. I mean, it, it was a pretty depressing day in the oil and gas uh, uh, markets. We, we were, I was, exp- you know, I think markets were expecting a bigger pop. We did see oil crawl up over seventy-four dollars. Um, off the news of, of of the Saudi lollipop, aka cutting an extra one million barrels. Um, that happened yesterday, um, or two days ago at their uh, June fourth meeting. Um, we did see prices fall to where they're currently trading about seventy-one ninety-three as we record this. Uh, June fifth, about six thirty-seven. So you know, you 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 would think you know prices could end up somewhere between that seventy and eighty-five or uh, seventy-five and eighty-dollar range at the end of the week. But very interesting to see you know some of this some of this 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 weakness really in what should have been a lot of a stronger 
sentiment based based upon what Saudi's doing. So I, I don't know, Stu. It just again, it, it, it makes this one hundred one hundred and ten dollar a barrel estimate everybody's got seem less and less likely. If Saudi's got to try to put a lollipop only for like sixty cents, I mean. Maybe we'll see. There's a lot more days. We shouldn't necessarily judge it off one day. Um, the the prince did say he said the lack of investment will raise the price up on its own. Yeah. So that was part of that story. I'm sure it was, but I guess the the question. Yeah, I know you're right. I'm sure it is, Stu. I'm sure it is. So, all right, you got anything else, Stu, for the day? No, it it just it was kind of a letdown on uh, the. OPEC meetings and stuff. It was a big hype. And then it was like, ah, we're going to cut a million. Who cares? Classic. (laughs) Classic. So, all right. Well, with that, guys, we'll let you get out of here. Get back to work. Start your day. We appreciate you guys um, checking us in. As always, questions at energynewsbeat.com. Follow Stu on LinkedIn. Um, We will be at there and see you guys tomorrow. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) 